I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Don't get fat during harvesting season. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOldJay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. If you are loving the Work On Your Game podcast and you want to know what is the next step you can take to get further into this world, what you need to do is go claim your free copy of my newest book, The Third Day. In that book, I'm going to give you some simple performance formulas, brand new formulas that will help you be more consistent and disciplined and trust yourself more. And all of this with no willpower required. All you have to do is follow these new approaches that I'm going to give you about performing consistency and discipline. You're going to learn to trust yourself, perform at a high level, build that reputation, and you will not need to will yourself into working hard or any of that old stuff that you've been hearing from other people about consistency. I'm going to show you the way to do it right. I'm going to give you the book for free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. So that's my newest book, Third Day. I'm going to give it to you free. All you're going to do is cover the shipping. It's a physical book. The link is thirddaybook.com. Many people have asked me, Dre, do you do any form of coaching? The answer is yes. I have two coaching programs open, as a matter of fact. First, my one-on-one coaching program is my third day mastermind. For those of you who want one-on-one personalized attention, where it's just you and I, we talk specifically about your goals, your challenges, where you want to go business professional-wise, where you're trying to get to, where you're at, what type of changes need to happen, whether those are tangible changes, intangible changes, starting with the being, then the doing. Of course, we got to get to the measurable havings. That is in my third day mastermind. My other coaching program is my Bulletproof Mastermind. That is my group coaching program where I will help you have clear, duplicatable systems for yourself and for your business and the discipline to execute. And I will help you make sure you have all of that stuff in place in 30 days or less. And then you're going to stick around the program even when you have your systems in place so that you can build your network, so that you can connect with other people, so that you can trade for services, so that you can make those phone calls and send a text message and get problems handled that you otherwise don't need to be handling yourself or would not be able to handle yourself. That is in my group program called the Bulletproof Mastermind. You can get information and join either program by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com for my one-on-one coaching or my group coaching program. For one-on-one, you hop on a Zoom call with me so we can talk about who you are, where you're at, and how we can get started. And the group coaching program, you can sign up right there on the website right now. Both programs, all information, all details, and get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically. 
and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? It's the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, and mindsets, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is the three seasons that you will go through in your work life, in your career, in your business. You need to know what these seasons are and understand why they are, when they occur, so that when you're in them, you know that you're in them, so you don't get too frustrated maybe if you find yourself in a season longer than expected. And you need to understand what to do while you're in these seasons so that you can make the most of them and prepare yourself for the upcoming seasons. You understand exactly what all of that is in due time today. Now, before we get to that, let me tell everyone, I send a daily motivation text out every single morning. If you would like to receive that daily motivation text that is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point throughout your days, all you got to do is text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. Once you text me at that number, you'll be getting the daily motivation every single day. And as a bonus, that is actually me that is texting you. So you can respond to any one of those text messages and actually get a response and dialogue with me by texting me again at the number 305-384-6894. Now, this topic, the three seasons that you will go through in your career. In life, we all cycle through seasons in nature, right? This is the seasons of spring, summer, fall, and winter. Everyone's familiar with those. And we go through seasons in our work. Now, since this is the work on your game show, I'm going to talk about the seasons that we go through in our work what they are, why they are, how they are, how they may feel to you, and how you can take most advantage of them as you are going through them. That's the topic here today. I don't need to give any more intro, so let's get straight into it. Point number one, topic once again is the three seasons you will go through in your work life. Number one is the planting season or the sowing season. You know how they say you reap what you sow? The sowing is the planting. This is the one that you probably understand the most, the planting season. Anyone who's listening to this show, you understand it since you are listening to a show called Work On Your Game, all right? Working on your game all the time, that's the work on your game season, all right? That is you're putting in the time. You're showing up day after day, doing the work. You are practicing, training, preparing, grinding, measuring, assessing, adjusting, and doing it all again. Most of you are familiar with this, again, if you're listening to this show. I want you to understand some things, though, about the planting season. This is a season. You're not going to have to be in this exclusively forever. This is usually the longest season. It is often the most arduous season, meaning involving or requiring strenuous effort. And this produces the least amount of return on investment as far as a, an immediate gratification. In other words, you do something, you get something immediately right after. Planting season usually doesn't do that. When you're in planting season, you're putting out a lot of your resources, but you're not getting a lot in return. This is just how planting season works. And this is why discipline is discipline, because if discipline produced immediate gratification all the time, we probably wouldn't even have to call it discipline and people wouldn't look at discipline the same way. They would just put in the work because they know that there's some type of return that they're going to get in exchange for it. But since there isn't always, that's why discipline is what it is. And that's why planting season matters the way that it does and why I need to make sure I'm emphasizing to you what happens while you're in planting season. It produces the lowest amount of immediate gratification return on investment 
from doing the work. But understand, all of us, I mean, being that we all have control of our mental faculties, nobody wants to go to work just to work. And nobody wants to work just to say that you work and then you don't get anything for it. I mean, you work for a reason because you believe there's something that you're going to get on the back end in exchange for that work, right? So planting season, being that it's a lot of work, there's not much immediate gratification, there's not much immediate return investment. It can become even harder planting season, because I got to tell you everything about this season. It can be even harder when you look around and you see other people who are in a different season right in front of you. So you're in planting season, you're putting in all this work, you're showing up every single day doing the work, you're putting all this time, money, attention, effort, and energy into what you're doing. You're not getting a lot of return on investment for it, not much gratification for it at all. But you look to your left and to your right, and you see other people who are getting gratification. They are getting rewards. They are making money. They are getting happiness. They don't even seem to be working as hard as you. And you start wondering, well, why am I doing all this planting? Why am I executing all this discipline? Why am I doing all this hard work? I'm not even getting a return on investment for doing these things. And what happens in that moment, and this is the inflection point, when you look to your left and to your right, you're in planting season, you look to your left and your right, you see people who are not in planting season, they're in other seasons, which we're going to get to in a minute, and they're getting the return on investment, but you're doing more work than them, you might start wondering that something must be wrong with you, or something's wrong with your process, or something's wrong with the world, simply because things don't seem to be adding up properly. Even though the actual truth is, this whole cycle is perfectly natural. It's perfectly natural that there will be times that you're in planting season and other people will appear to be, and it's not even an appearance, it actually is true, they are working a lot less hard than you are and they're getting more rewards than you are. Yes, this is natural that this is going to happen. You should expect this to happen and don't think that something is wrong when it does happen. I didn't say if it happens, I said when it happens. Because you will be wondering that something is wrong. Why? Because we're human. And human beings, ideally, ideally, we would not pay attention to what everybody else was doing and what somebody else's situation is simply because you don't know the full details of any other person's situation. You only know what you can see in another person. You can't read another human being's mind and you don't know everything that happened before the time that you're seeing them. And you don't know what's going to happen after the time when they are out of your purview and out of your sight. But we still make the mistake of comparing our situation in which we know all the details to another person's situation of which we know maybe 2% if we're lucky, but this is what human beings do. So I'm going to warn you that you're going to do this. I'm not even going to say warn you against it because you can't stop yourself from comparing your situation to what you see in another person's situation, even though I'm telling you that this is not going to help you. You're going to do it anyway. I'm going to tell you how to logically understand why it seems like there's a grave imbalance between what you see for yourself and what you may see in other people at times, especially when you're in the planting season. We're human. We are prone to comparison, even when that comparison is not helping us feel any better about ourselves and our efforts. So let me give you a note about planting season, by the way, even though you're going to be in it a lot. Let me tell you something else you need to know about it. You should always dedicate some of your resources to planting season efforts. Planting season efforts are the type of things that you do that are setting you up for future success but they do not produce that success immediately on the spot as you're doing them. In other words, a planting season effort would be something like finding new leads to go into your CRM so that you can possibly or eventually reach out to those new leads to sell your products. And that is a planting season activity. 
another planting season activity is going to the gym and lifting weights or running on a treadmill or doing your cardio or doing your boot camp class. Now, doing those things right there in the moment, you may not get a lot of instant gratification other than maybe feeling good, the fact that you did the workout, but you're not going to see the pounds. The pounds are not going to just drop off of your stomach while you're on the treadmill running. The muscles are not just going to pop up in your abs and on your biceps just because you did a couple sets of lifting weights. But you understand inherently that if you keep doing it consistently, that you are going to get the results that you want. So these planting season efforts, these are things that you should always have at least some of your schedule dedicated to planting season activities. And I'll tell you why later on in this episode. So just hold on to this thought of planting season. Again, this is the longest. This is the toughest season. This is the season that requires the most discipline, the most mental toughness. And this is one that you will always be involved in. Now, you hear everything I'm saying here? You will always need to be doing this thing that requires strenuous work, discipline, and mental toughness. This is not something that you turn on and off. It is always going, sometimes more than other times, but it's always going on some level. At least it should be, because if it's not, then you're setting yourself up for a challenge. And I'll tell you about that in a moment. Let's move on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is the three seasons that you will go through in life. The second season is what we call harvesting season. This is the reaping part where they say you reap what you sow. Okay, this is the harvesting season. This is when you pull those plants up and you get to have yourself a nice feast. This is Thanksgiving dinner. This is the fun season. Harvesting season is the part that I don't have to preach to you too much about because you know a whole lot about harvesting season, even if you never called it harvesting season. Harvesting season is like Christmas. Harvesting season is like your birthday. Everything is coming into you. All the resources are coming your way, incoming, and you don't have to put anything out. Now, you don't have to do any output or outreach, but you're getting all this stuff coming in your direction. That is harvesting season. This is when all the sales are coming in. You got all these customers coming to you, waving their credit cards at you, wanting to buy something from you. This is when you go to the beach or the pool in the summertime and you show off your beach body and everybody's looking at you because you look amazing. All right, that's harvesting season. This is when you are overwhelmed with opportunity. You are overwhelmed with all the things that you want, whether that be money, attention, likes, followers, fame, happiness, contentment, whatever it is that you did all the work for, whatever you were planting seeds to get. Harvesting season is when those seeds actually sprout and you have actual, you got a bed of flowers, you got a garden, you got vegetables, you got food to feed your family with. This is harvesting season. Harvesting season is when everybody is telling you how great you are. Everybody wants to take a photo with you. Everybody's following you on Facebook. Everybody wants to be next to you. You get a touch of the success that appears to just be dripping off of you. No matter what you do, everything just is a success. Everything's working. You're like King Midas. Everything you touch turns to gold when you are in harvesting season because everybody wants to be next to you. And actually, because of that, everybody wants to be next to you. Now, all of us, again, as I said in a moment ago, everybody understands harvesting season, even if you never called it harvesting season. Now that I just explained it. And we all love harvesting season because, again, who doesn't love their birthday when everybody's bringing you a present? I remember watching The Sopranos and when somebody would have a wedding or somebody would come home from jail, there'd be a gathering for that person who came home or that person who got married and all the members of the family would, all the members of the, the organized crime family, they would give an envelope to that person, that guy, always to the man, and it would have money in it. I mean, that's harvesting season. All you got to do is just show up and collect the money. All right. Who doesn't like that? Everybody enjoys that. This is what harvesting season is like. Even if you're not in the mafia, you know what I mean? You had a birthday party before. You had a holiday where everybody was giving you gifts. Everybody knows what this feels like. You've had a time when 
Maybe you just got to recognize somewhere for something that you did or some achievement that you had, some accomplishment, and everybody's hitting you up to tell you how proud they are of you, of this thing that you did. And then you're hearing from people you haven't heard from in years just because everybody knows about this success that you recently achieved. That's harvesting season. This is one that I don't have to tell you too much about. Again, you know what it is, but a word of warning about harvesting season. Don't get fat during harvesting season. Don't get so caught up in eating that feast that you forget to go to the gym. Don't get so caught up in enjoying the basking in the ego boost that comes from harvesting season that you forget to plant more seeds. Rest. Next harvesting season, you have no crops to harvest. See, this is the danger of harvesting season is that you spend so much time eating that food that you planted during planting season that you forget that, oh, you know what? How did I actually get all this food for harvesting season this year? Is I planted a whole bunch of seeds last year. So don't forget that you need to do the same thing all over again in order to have another harvest next time. Don't think that just because you had a harvest this time that the harvest is just going to keep going on and on forever without some effort on your part. And this is the challenge right here. This is why harvesting season actually Planting season is actually not that dangerous for people. Planting season is actually pretty safe simply because anybody who's not willing to do the work, they won't engage in planting season. They will never see harvesting season. So they don't have to worry about the danger of harvesting season. The danger of harvesting season is that you're getting so much ROI from the work that you did in the past that you may be deluded into believing that this ROI is going to keep going on and on forever. You don't have to do anything. This is the business person. You business people out there that I'm talking to, you know who you are, if this is you, who you got a whole bunch of referrals coming in during a certain period in your business, during a certain season in your business to where you don't have to do anything to drum up any new business. You don't have to get any leads. You don't have to make any outbound sales calls. You don't have to do any marketing. You don't have to do any outreach because all your business is just coming in, coming in, coming in, getting all these referrals. But then what happens when the referrals start coming in? When referrals stop coming and you haven't been doing any planting, you haven't been getting any new leads. You haven't been doing any marketing. You haven't been doing any outreach. You haven't been keeping your list warm. Now that you need to actually create some business, you got to start from zero because you were basking in a harvest for so long, you forgot to plant seeds. Now you're hungry. All right. This is like the ant and the grasshopper. Now y'all know that story, right? If you don't Google it, that ant was doing all the work in the summertime, planting seeds, getting ready for the cold winter. The grasshopper said, well, it's summertime. Let me lay out by the pool. I don't need to be doing all that work. I'll work later. Problem is, grasshopper never got around to later. Then the winter hit. The grasshopper was hungry, about to starve to death. The ant was nice enough, benevolent enough to share some of the food with the grasshopper. Otherwise, the grasshopper would have died in that bitter cold winter. That's what happens to a lot of you. Your grasshoppers in the summertime that you're sitting around eating, enjoying your harvest from the previous year, but you forgot how you got that harvest in the first place. Do not let harvesting season make you fat, metaphorically speaking. And maybe some for some of you, literally. All right, don't let harvest season make you fat. You're getting fat on the returns from your work, but you forget that it was actual work that led to those returns in the first place. Lest there be a long wait before your next harvest. All right, you don't want to have to skip a year for a harvest, if you feel what I'm saying. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is the three seasons that you go through. So we got planting season, we got harvesting season. This is the third season. It is called yes season. Yes, Y-E-S, yes season. What is yes season? Now, this is one that doesn't normally get mentioned. Planting season, harvesting season. I think some people may understand these. Maybe you thought about them before. Maybe you are in the midst of one right now. Actually, everybody's in the midst of one of these right now. Here's what yes season is. This is the season where opportunity 
is coming your way. It's not necessarily a return on your investment. It's not necessarily money, but it's an opportunity to make money. It's not necessarily food, but it's an opportunity to get some food. It's not necessarily work, but it's an opportunity to do some work. That's what yes season is. It's when you're getting a whole lot of opportunities for both planting and harvesting. And these opportunities, let me tell you where these opportunities come from. And this is why it's a separate season, because these opportunities are a result of both your past planting and your past harvesting. Allow me to explain. You see, the more planting you do and the more harvesting you do as a result of your planting, here's what's going to happen. People will notice. People will notice like, damn, Mike, he did all that planting. Now look at all the harvesting he's doing. Or they may say, Lisa, damn, look at all that harvesting she's doing. She must have been doing a lot of planting because that's the only way you can harvest is by planting. All right, even people who didn't see you doing the work, when they see the result, they will know you did some work for them. See, people see you on the beach with big muscles. They will know that you go to the gym. Now, you follow what I'm saying? They see you making a lot of sales. They know you're doing something to market to an audience in order to make those sales. Sales don't just pop up out of nowhere like a, a magician pulling a rabbit out of a hat. So the more you do of both of these planting and harvesting, the more people will take notice of them. And when people take notice of what you're doing, here's what's going to happen. People will want to do these things with you. That's what happens when you plant a lot of seeds and you harvest a lot of results. Everybody will want to be around you. If you have muscles, what's going to happen is people are going to ask you, how often do you go to the gym? I want to work out with you because they want to get some of those results too. If you're making money, people want to collaborate with you. Well, what do you do to market? Do you run ads? All right, how do you sell to your audience? I want to learn how to do the same thing that you're doing. The more that you do your thing, the more people want to be around you while you're doing your thing so that they can learn how they can get the same ROI that you're getting. When you are producing results, you will draw attention. And this is when you get into yes season. Now, that does not necessarily mean, just as I called it yes season, does not mean you need to say yes to everybody because here's the challenge of yes season. There's actually a few challenges. One challenge is you're going to have more requests than you have resources to give. In other words, you're going to have space in your day to deal with three people, but you're going to have requests from 10 people. So now you got to be discerning about who do you say yes to. And you want to say no to some people. The easiest and the hardest word to say is no. Only got two letters, only takes a second to say it, but you're going to have to say it. You got to become much more discerning about who you say yes or no to so as not to drown in these opportunities and you know, forget about, here's the second challenge of yes season, getting away from the thing that made you desirable in the first place. See, the thing that made you desirable in the first place was the fact that you were planting seeds and you were harvesting them, focusing on yourself, right? But I told you, humans are prone to comparison, looking around at what everybody else is doing, looking on other people's plates, looking at the food on another person's plate, and then you get distracted from what you were doing. Other people are going to get distracted from their plate and look at your plate. They're going to see all the food on your plate and they're going to want to know how they can share in that food. And I'm not telling you there's anything wrong with sharing with another person because you may be able to go further dealing with other people than you could by yourself. The challenge is the more you spread yourself dealing with other people, the less you are doing of the main thing that got you there in the first place. So you have to be very, very careful during yes season as to who you say yes to and what you say yes to. So it gets you further and further away from what got you there in the first place. Keep this in mind. I remember listening to this guy named David Goggins, who some of you may be familiar with. He's a former Navy SEAL. He wrote a book called Can't Hurt Me. And he's a, I guess you would call a motivational speaker. He's not really my cup of tea. I'm not really into the, the rah-rah type of motivation that he does, but I know he has a lot of fans. So I know many of you may know who David is. 
But I heard David on a podcast. He was being interviewed right after his book came out. His book was really popular. He was just telling his story of how he was this fat kid who had really no self-esteem. But then he started challenging himself, started challenging himself and going into military, running ultra marathons, et cetera, et cetera, and became this big uh, motivational guy. And on that podcast, I remember him talking about this exact thing. He didn't say it in the exact words. But one of the things he was saying was, man, ever since this book blew up, you know, I'm going on media tours. I'm going on people's podcasts. I'm sitting here being interviewed by you. I've gotten away from the main thing that got me here in the first place. The main thing that got me here in the first place, he went on to say, was me being at home, you know, going and doing my workouts every morning, me going and you know, doing the work that made me who I am before I was famous. But now that I'm famous, now I got all this opportunity that is actually pulling me away from the very thing that made me famous in the first place. This is the danger of yes season. You get so good and you draw so much attention that all that attention is drawing you away from the exact thing that made you good. And this is where you got to start being tough. It's called yes season, but the word that you're actually going to need to say is no. So be careful with yes season. Again, does not mean say yes to everything. You can't say yes to everything. It's impossible. And it actually will be detrimental to you to say yes to everything because then, again, you won't be able to do the main thing. Remember to keep the main thing the main thing. Remember to keep feeding the golden goose. The golden goose was the stuff you were doing before anybody knew who you were. As David Goss explained in that anecdote, what he said right there on that show, make sure you are not getting pulled away in too many different directions from the main thing. That's the danger of yes season. Point number four. Today's topic, once again, is the seasons that you go through. So I told you about the three seasons. Now, here's the thing you need to understand about all of them. These seasons are always cycling. You are always going through these different seasons at different times. You're always going through at least one of them at all times. And as a matter of fact, depending on what you do and how you structure your work, you could very well be in all three of these seasons at the exact same time. Yes, you could be planting seeds. You could be harvesting and saying yes at the same time. As a matter of fact, today, while I'm recording this, I'm in all three seasons. I'm planting seeds, meaning bringing new people into my world. I'm harvesting, meaning there are ROI coming from the work that I did yesterday and a week before and three months before coming back to me from, the, from that work. It's coming back to me now. And I'm in yes season. I'm getting opportunities from people who are now noticing me, who otherwise didn't notice me. They're not noticing me simply because of my planting, or because of my harvesting, but they might notice a little bit of both and say, damn, wait, let me see what this guy's doing. Let me see if I can get involved with what he has going on. That's yes season. I'm dealing with planting, harvesting, and yes season all at the same time. And you may find yourself in this space at times as well. Some of you, your entire life is like this. You feel like you're planting, harvesting, and in yes season all at the same time, all day, every day. This is normal, depending on the type of work that you do and the way you set yourself up for it. The most important season, and yes, I will tell you which one is most important, is the planting season. Always. Planting season is always the most important season. Why? Because the planting season is where you are setting yourself up for your future success. What did I tell you in episode 777, episode on time perspective? The more successful the person, the further into the future they are considering the ramifications of their current actions. Successful people are always considering what do today's actions mean for my future? They are always thinking about the future, whereas the less successful person, relatively speaking, is only thinking about what do today's actions mean for what I get for today? And it doesn't mean that a successful person can't think about getting something today. But here's the thing. A successful person doesn't have to worry about doing something today to get something today because they did something last week that'll get them something today. So it's like a cascading effect. 
What I did two weeks ago is going to pay me back today. And what I do today is going to pay me back two weeks from now. So two weeks from now, I don't have to worry about doing something to get something today because what I did two weeks to what I did today is going to start paying me back in two weeks. I'm just keeping the math simple there so everybody can understand. it. This is why time perspective matters so much. So those of you who aren't in that space yet, you haven't gotten that cascading effect yet. You got to start doing the work today, knowing that you're getting the delayed gratification. It doesn't have to come to you right now. This is a matter of discipline. Listen to episode 777 if you haven't done so yet. Any of you who's in the sales world, and everybody's in sales, by the way, I just talked about this a few days ago. Any of you who's in the sales world directly and you literally call yourself a salesperson, you know, you always want new leads coming into your business. You always want new leads coming into your world. Why? And you always want to have some outreach going on. Why? Lest the referrals dry up. People aren't giving you referrals anymore. You aren't getting business to fall in your lap anymore. You don't want to getting to the point that yes, season has gotten quiet. The referrals have gotten quiet. You're not harvesting much anymore. And now you're sitting there wondering what the hell happened to your business simply because you've been getting fat and happy on the yes season and on the harvesting. You forgot to plant seeds and understand planting seeds is what allows for the fun part, which is the harvesting. But you got to have the discipline to plant so that the harvesting can actually show up the way you want to show up. So keep planting. If you have big muscles, and you spend so much time showing off your muscles or you got a nice shapely body, you spend so much time showing off your body, you forget to actually lift weights, you forget to go to the gym, you forget to go to boot camp class, that muscle will start to wear away. All right, that shapely body might not be so shapely anymore. So don't get so busy collecting trophies for your accomplishments of the past that you forget to set yourself up for accomplishments of the future. So this is the danger of the seasons that you go through is that Often, the more that we receive reward for what we did plant, that we forget to plant again. And that's when we run into trouble. That's when we run into dry seasons. Not because the planting doesn't work anymore. It's simply because you stopped working the planting. Let's recap today's class, which is three seasons that you go through. In life, we know about the seasons of nature, spring, summer, fall, winter. These are the seasons of your work. Number one is planting season. This is the one you probably understand since you listen to a show called Work On Your Game, because that is literally what you're doing in planting season, working on your game, showing up every day, practicing, training, preparing, grinding, measuring, assessing, adjusting, and doing it again. This is usually the longest season. It's the most arduous season. It's the most strenuous season. This is the one that produces the lowest ROI of immediate gratification, aside from knowing that you did the work. And we're all human and prone to comparison. So often we will look to our left and our right Notice someone else who's in a different season that we're not even aware of because our emotions are talking, not our logic. And we will start feeling like something is wrong simply because they are getting more rewards for seemingly less work while we're in planting season. The problem is they're in a different season from you and you shouldn't be looking on their plate anyway. Point number two, harvesting season. This is the fun season. This is Christmas. This is your birthday. This is when everything is coming in. You don't have to do anything. You just all you got to do is just sit back and receive all the great things that are just pouring and raining down on you. This is when you're overwhelmed with opportunity. This is when everyone's telling you how great you are. We all love harvesting season. This is why we endure planting season because we are projecting that we're going to get to harvesting season. This is one you probably love. So I don't need to talk about this one too much, but a word of warning. Don't get so caught up in harvesting season that you forget to plant more seeds because planting the seeds is what allows harvesting season to happen. Point number three, yes season. This is the one that doesn't get mentioned. Yes season is where opportunities come in your way because opportunities for both planting and harvesting because the more harvesting you do, people will realize that you plant it in order to harvest. They want a piece of that. They want to get involved in what you're doing, not a piece like taking it away from you. They want to get involved in what you're doing. And now you're going to have more opportunity than you have time. So even though it's called yes season, the key to yes season is knowing when to say no. 
because you can't say yes to everybody. You don't have enough time, money, attention, energy, and focus to say yes to everyone who's going to be asking you for something during your yes season. Point number four, these seasons are always cycling. As a matter of fact, you may often be in all three at the same time. The most important one is always and always will be planting season. Those of you who are in sales, you know, all right, you always want new leads coming in. You always want new blood coming through your pipeline. You always want to have some kind of outreach going on because if those referrals dry up and yes, season gets quiet, last thing you want to be doing is sitting there wondering what the hell happened to your business. And the planting is what allows for the fun part, which is the harvesting. So again, keep that concept of time perspective fresh in your mind. The further into the future a person considers the ramifications of their actions, the more discipline they will have in the moment for doing the things, i.e. planting the seeds for their future success. So with all that said, to get my daily motivation text every day, all you got to do is text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. Once you text me there, you'll be getting my daily motivation every day. And any of you who wants to work with me directly where I can help you with getting through these seasons, getting to these seasons, and what to do in these seasons. I got two coaching programs. One is my group program called the Bulletproof Mastermind. The other is one-on-one program called the Third Day Mastermind. You can join either one by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894.